0: Welcome back to In a Pickle. We hope you enjoyed part one of our conversation with Lauren McLaughlin. If you missed that episode, scroll back to December 1st. And now, part two of Cat and Jamie's conversation with Lauren McLaughlin. Good there job. are many women Good and job, men yeah. that play pickleball. Mm-hmm. Many more men, I would say, from the amateur level on up to the pros. I feel like there is a lot of equality in pickleball in terms of payouts. As more more, more and more money comes into the sport, you see women and men at the top getting sponsorship deals. Um, You work for the APP tour, Mm -hmm. which recently came out with some additional funding for players. Maybe we should talk about that. So let's
1: clarify some things because I feel like the whole brouhaha was mostly due to people not really understanding. And so many of people in the pickleball community are very passionate about it, they love playing, they're big rec players, (laughs) but a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of the pickleball community, because you always throw around the number of like, oh, there's like, what are four million people that play pickleball? But the people that play tournaments is vastly smaller than that, like yes. significantly yes. smaller. So most Maybe of the pickleball 50, community. Uh, yeah, Maybe. At, at most. So, and again, like if people play tournaments, a lot of times it's like a little local tournament or a little, just something at their club that they put together to be like, oh, let's do a fun tournament. So people, for the most part, they're not traveling for tournaments. They're not going to these big, you know, tour stops people are of course but it's a lot of the same people or it's if you're coming to a city they'll come because they live in the area but they're not getting on planes and going to all these
0: tournaments it's expensive
1: yeah it is very expensive to travel just to go to a pickleball tournament so a lot of people you know it's they have more money they're retired they're whatever the case may be or they're trying to you know they're pros trying to make it so Most of the pickleball community does not understand how the bigger tournaments are run, and they certainly don't understand how the pro level is done when it comes to payouts, bracket sizes, you know, how many people play in what divisions, all that stuff. So, like, they really have no knowledge of that, and then they come in and they see something posted and they're just like blah like this is um, ridiculous or whatever but they don't actually know what they're talking about because they have not looked into it. There are many online pickleball forums where
0: people don't know what exactly
1: I mean that's everywhere that's every any topic every corner of the internet is just a bunch of morons (laughs) so what happened was Ken Herman who bless his heart he he wants to be transparent with everything that the app tour is doing which kudos is a kudos huge thing and he does yes. a great job he yes. does an when amazing job page, posts all the payout payouts for every yes. tournament every player knows exactly what they're playing for what they're going to win if they get a certain spot all of that which is amazing and i think the only downside is what happened where you know he wants everyone to know what we're doing and what the money is for and like what we're trying to do and being helpful but then what happens is people misinterpret or they misunderstand what's being posted or talked about and then they lose their minds and then everyone else that does understand is trying to explain it and then it's just you know what ended up happening so the payouts for men and women are exactly the same at every step on the APP tour. There is zero difference. If you are a man or a woman, if you place the same, you win the same amount of money. What this is is the APP tour is trying to, so the PPA does their contracts. So they contract players with appearance fees. All of the players do not make the same amount of money with those, which I don't know if people understand.
0: I didn't realize Absolutely
1: not. If you're Ben Johns, you're making a hell of a lot more than somebody that I will not name because then it'll sound like I'm saying they're not great. But there's only a handful
2: of them, I'll, though. I'll, I'll say it.
1: it's it. growing every day. It's but growing.
2: Yeah, Warnick was under contract from, as I understand it, from last year to this season. Yes, he
1: absolutely did yes. not make as much as Ben Johns. Yes, that's all, I'm,
2: that's all I'm saying. So I'll say no. a name.
1: Every. There you go. Thank you. It depended, you know, what it. level of a pro you were, how much, whatever. I'm sure there was personalization done for certain people. So absolutely that was not equal across the board. It depended who you were, what rank you were, and whatever else they decided. So that's kind of their thing that they did. Our thing that we started this year was, I don't think it started in the beginning, but we kind of did a based on the APP ranking list, which is not ratings like it's not your rating it's when you play an app event you get points based on how well you did and so that ranks you on this list obviously the more you play the better you do the higher you're going to be so based on that we kind of did a stipend of if you're in the top whatever like you get your entry fee paid and then you get like a little extra money i think this was even across the board i think it was like 250 bucks extra to help with travel or something so that was that for this year It just got announced for next year that now they're doing, again, payouts exactly the same, but the stipend is based on where you finish on this ranking, I think by the, I think it's like a cumulative, so it changes every after tournament, like it's updated as you keep going. But if you're in the top whatever, you get so much money for travel. And yes, it's higher and then goes down like on the list. So everyone lost their minds because the men gets paid out, I think, 10? Top
2: 10. Mm-hmm.
1: 10 spots, and the women was 7.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So people, I think, thought that that was like payout for the tournament, like playing in the tournament. And if you got first place, you got this, which is not the case. Completely separate. That is 100% even. Stipends were based on a percentage of their bracket size, which it did state at the bottom of the thing. Like it said, you know, these are based on the bracket size. So what happened is people thought women were getting less but it's a percentage of the bracket. So if you have the men's bracket's 40 people and the women's is 12, if you're paying out 25% of the bracket size, the women is less. It is simply based on that. If the women had a much bigger bracket than the men, 100% the exact same. The women get paid out 10 spots and the men get seven. Absolutely, literally nothing to do with men or women or anything else. Simply the bracket size. Like gender, not a part of that at all. And everyone decided to be like an armchair warrior for women's rights when it had literally nothing to do with that. And I 100% get that if it actually was the payouts for the tournament and like they're playing, if that was different, absolutely, I'm standing right next to you screaming about it as well. This, however, totally not based simply on percentages of a bracket size, nothing else was a factor in that. And so everybody that like, people were literally saying that, oh, well, Maybe if you make a environment that's inviting for women or that makes women feel safe and welcoming or maybe if you catered to women more, their needs or whatever. And I can't really dive into that stuff on the forum, especially because of, you know, who I am and what I do and what I'm connected to because I'm biased and I, whatever, I'm, I have an agenda, which I don't, but it's just like I just can't wade into that stuff. However, that like lit me up so much because to imply that Ken or the tour or anyone has ever done anything to make women feel less than or not as included or not as whatever, I, that thought that anyone even put that out there just blows my mind because give an example. Like when you go to a pickleball tournament like, at what part are you like, oh, that clearly isn't for women, I guess, like, I don't, what, what are you talking about, to have a tournament, like, there's no part of a tournament planning process, or trying to figure out amenities for people, it's not like you go to a tournament, and you're like, oh, there's the men's players tent, and it's, three times bigger than the women's players tent. Like what, that's bullshit. Like right. there's literally, that doesn't exist. There is, a there player's is no tent. There is a, contemplation yep. for men versus women, anything when it comes to a tournament. And to imply that Ken or anyone at the APP tour would do that or have that kind of environment. Like that's asinine to me. Did that answer your question? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Well that's what I was saying is how so many of the people that lost their minds didn't know anything about the tour, how it works, how pros get paid, how it's ranked, all that stuff like they don't know. And so I think Ken again with like trying to be transparent put that out sort of to the masses which the majority of which don't understand what it was about. So that's where that kind of issue and confusion came. And might I add, like, how many women pros had a problem with that? Zero.
2: Yeah. You just <laughs> mentioned Lee Whitwell. I think in response to that, Ken right. put together a women's committee. Am I? Am oh, I? Oh yeah, I...
1: absolutely. He literally, within the day, and that's what's so amazing about like Ken and the tour is, he listens. He wants everyone to be okay with the decisions and why they're being made, or if it needs to be changed, or he didn't think of something that is critical in making this decision, he will listen, he will change it if he needs to. And so he put together, I think it was Sarah Ansbury, Lee Whitwell, and then Eva Welsher, I think. And then like, you know, talking to them about how we came up to this like decision, how we, what we based it on and everything. So it's like, I wholeheartedly believe they are pretty much going to be like, no, it, it was fine. Like we get it, but like, thank you for listening and you know, having us weigh in on this which is what he always wants to do like he if he if the world loses their mind about something it's like whoa like what happened is it is it a miscommunication was it that I didn't make it clear enough was there actually an issue like let's go to the actual and again like my thing too especially when it comes to equality is sometimes people like think they're helping or Whatever, but in my mind, it's just sort of like a performative Mm -hmm. allyship where it's like, oh, I'm going to look at me standing up for women. And it's like, but the women that this is about are all like, no, seriously, like, it's great. We're fine with it. It's good. And they're like, no. Let me fight for you. Yep. I'll do it. And yep. it's like we—that's not necessary because it's not actually an issue. Once the women's brackets get bigger, once there is more money, that will absolutely even out. Mm-hmm. But again, if it were flipped and their brackets were much bigger now than the men's, for whatever reason, it would be the exact same. It's just based on how big it is, nothing Great. else. So perfect, good. I was like, hopefully everyone's happy now. I, don't
0: know. I was like, <laughs> everybody. Will chill, we ever please all the people in Cookaball? No. No. <laughs> Why should a player, maybe one of these people that's in the four million, but not in the fifty-ish thousand that's a USA pickleball member, why should one of these people come to an APP event as an amateur? What, what, what would you tell them to get them to come out and maybe help us grow this sport?
1: Oh God, I'm not a good salesperson. <laughs> this is why I don't work in sales.
0: <laughs> um, So I think, honestly,
1: what I think is so great about the APP tour, especially in our tournaments, and I've seen it kind of consistently on social media and people talking about it, is truly it is not lip service. Ken and the entire team, like we care about every single player that plays in our tournament. We want every single person to have an awesome experience, have a great time, be able to like watch pro matches but we want them to have good courts that they play on like everybody obviously uses the same venue in the same facility there's no difference so i think like truly if anything it's and again it's not some five star venue that the u.s open of tennis is also held in like it's gonna be what it is but we can really like will go above and beyond to make sure that everybody is having an amazing time. Like everybody consistently talks about, and it is a hundred percent true. Ken, I, like, I barely talk to him during tournaments because he's so busy. He is doing everything. Like he, you know, he literally, he runs a tour, but he is, at taking the trash out he's going and getting bananas he is serving tea to people he is this is over cute. here doing this everything uh, like it this is this makes without, me want to come see it's, ken it's a, exactly a, like people come to the, <laughs> the app and they see ken herman doing what he's doing and they're like oh my gosh like I thought this guy, like, maybe they had an idea of, like, who he was or what he does, but he... Sitting at his giant everything. mahogany table. Exactly, or just, yep. like, sitting courtside watching no. the pros, no. like, with I, the I, beer, like, no, he is busting his ass, yep. and I will try to talk to him, and it's like his eyes are kind of, like, glazed over, because <laughs> he has so many things he's doing, and he's checking on the refs, and he's at the tournament desk, and he's over here making, annou- he's making announcements for the sponsors and the vendors, he's... Or, like he's everywhere. Mm-hmm. He's literally everywhere, and he tries to like check on every single person. And if you could be a 3-0 player and come up to Ken and be like, "Hey, Ken, like I just had this issue over," and he will be like, "Oh my gosh, like let me find somebody to help you." Like there is no dismissing you. There's no anything. Like, he will li- pickleball for the people. He is up. He is at the venue at like 6 a.m. setting up. He is at the venue at 10 PM mm. shutting it down every single day. At the end of the weekend, he is packing up the APP van with like Byron Fresno, and we're all like taking down banners and Terry, like every he is he is not above anything. Like if you're talking about like a CEO of a company that literally goes and like does every job in his company to like know what's up and know nothing is below him or beneath him or needs somebody else to get it's him like he takes full ownership of everything that happens at his tournaments and I like how he's not had like a mental breakdown by now like I honestly don't know because I am exhausted doing what I'm doing which is like 15 percent of what he does every single day and so if you want like if anything, come to an APP event to witness Ken Herman in person because you will not, it will floor you. Like seriously, I have never heard anybody not be like, "Well, that not believe want what to Ken come. did.
0: Because yeah. I think everyone that wants to go to a tournament wants a good experience. They mm-hmm. want to feel heard if something doesn't seem quite right. They want feedback from that director. They want to see that person really trying to run a great event. Yeah. Because in the end, you know, every single person contributed to that event in their own way. And that's the thing is he he will give
1: absolute credit to the volunteers that he Mm -hmm. just... There's always, like, a volunteer coordinator that's usually a more local person that's helping, like, put together all the volunteers. And he just knows you cannot do it without them. And, like, in addition to all of that, he's trying to cater to the pros as well and what the pros need. And to be fair, they're a little needier than the amateurs. Oh, oh, we're going
2: to talk about that Um, here in just a second.
1: (laughs) But, like, he i just it's without question i've never seen somebody like sacrifice the way he does in his position and in his job and again like APP tour stops they're not perfect there's always stuff you can improve upon and like learn for next year and something went wrong maybe or this didn't work out because there is there's just like a lot of moving parts so it's not there are going to be people at every single tournament no matter who's running it that have an issue with something and it's like that's fine but again he wants to fix it or make it better or know about it and for the most part, they're not big issues. They're like little pretty fixable things, which is good. But legitimately, if you feel like you've never been to a bigger tournament that has pros playing where you can watch them and all, and you wanna play as well, like 100% because he cares as much about you as Ben Johns, maybe more, quite frankly.
2: I wanna to shift topic for just a second. You talked about Ken and surprised and amazed that he doesn't have a mental breakdown. Mm-hmm. Many of our tens of listeners will may notice that I wasn't here last month um, when Catherine did the interview with uh, Zach and Jake, and part of that was I fully intended to be here until the morning of uh, that event, and my own mental health prevented me from uh, being here. I just couldn't get out of my house that day. That was, uh, recording was done in August. I had knee replacement surgery in July, on July 7th, and I had some struggles with getting back out there. Um, so I, I just want to interrupt our, our, our broadcast with Lauren, um, who surely had never any, ever had any mental health issues of her own.
1: Absolutely not true. Uh,
2: to to, 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 to you know, put some light on um, and in and, and, and all seriousness uh, to taking care of your mental health. And I'm especially uh, talking to um, our male listeners. Um, there's nothing um, feminine or nothing emasculine. Um, about taking care of your mental health and your mental health needs and um, I've been um, seeing a therapist off and on for the last 20 years of my life it's made me a better person a better partner uh, a better father and a better better human being we, we need to close up so we can go get lunch and All get right. pickleball but I would love to get some closing thoughts from you Lauren on um, on the topic of mental health on the topic of Pros, you talked a little bit about uh, you know them being extra needy, and then you know the future of of the app. Just kind of take us home with that, if you'd be so kind.
1: Oh, there was like a several big topics. I know, in that I question. know. Um, one, wholeheartedly agree. Uh, taking care of yourself and mental health. I have, in my earlier twenties, dealt with depression for a couple years, and then uh, in my I guess early 30s, definitely struggled with anxiety some. So again, also have been in therapy on and off for many, many, many years. So go to therapy, everybody. That's my that's my big takeaway of that. Um, I think it's, it is talked about a little bit more now with the pros, especially because the schedule is so packed next year with tournaments um, on both the tours and then kind of some other bigger tournaments as well. And... I think a lot of pros it's now coming into the conversation about them needing to take care of themselves mentally, physically, all that and sort of just deciding, you know, on their schedule, how many they want to play or not play. I think people kind of talk about the fact that there's so many tournaments in a negative way and mm. I I don't necessarily understand that because it's like how is having too many tournaments bad? Like no one's forcing you to go to all of them. Like it's entirely up to you how many you want to play, where you want to travel to, how much time you want to take off. And I know it was funny because I heard one of the pros talking recently about how it might've been Gabriel Joseph as well, about how when you miss tournaments, you feel a little bit like you're like falling behind or maybe like your game is suffering a little bit by not being at those tournaments which could I, I, I'm not a pro I can understand how they would maybe feel that way Um but I think where the sport is I think this year has really proven that you certainly don't need all of the pros to be at all the tournaments for there to be amazing competition for certain pros to do really well and play amazingly and maybe just focus on you know one tour or the other or if you're going to do a certain part of the country you want to stay in which some pros do Mm -hmm. so it's like it is becoming more part of the conversation now about do the pros need an off season do they need like a downtime to just like really recuperate and I'm 100% all about that I would probably personally more do just like space out the tournaments more mm-hmm. and certainly not go to all of them there's that would be crazy um, but that'll be interesting to see kind of how that plays out, but I am of the notion that at this stage in the game, like having more choices is not a bad thing. Right. so I think in terms of that we'll see we'll see how that plays out. The future of the APP um I mean I think. I feel very optimistic about it just in general. Like I've mentioned, I think Ken is doing it the right way. I think he's doing it at the right pace. Um, He is absolutely focused on it growing and being able to have more sponsors come in, hopefully more money, bigger prizes, but he's doing it at a pace that is right for where the sport is right now. Um, So I think that will serve him really well in terms of Again, people I see people comment about certain things like it is a business. Like he mm-hmm. wants that, that that's the part this all that stuff's true. He's out there killing himself at every tournament because he cares so much, but at the end of the day he can't do what he's doing if he's just, like, losing money all the time. It's just not... You can't run a business that way or it's not going to survive. So he's doing it in a way that is sustainable. It's growing at an appropriate rate. So I think that is very good for the future of the APP tour. Hopefully it can... You know, it's expanding into doing a next-gen thing. We'll see if it does, you know, what else comes down the pipeline. I know we have some really big, awesome venues and tournaments coming next year. And so I think... I think what will happen is I think the schedule is a little ambitious for next year with 31 tournaments. And I know it's so hard because there's just so many places to go and people are asking for him to come to their cities or their new venues that's being built. I know. (laughs) Um, So it's like I get that it's like you want to go to as many as you can, but I think it will end up being a little much for next year and a little hard to kind of stay on top of as much as he wants to so I think it will probably see in probably 2023 maybe like a slightly smaller schedule again I am not any part of these decision making (laughs) processes but I think that will probably be the case or it will become more of a I would like to see it maybe split kind of into a There's so many like really high level big money tournaments. tournaments. And then there's some maybe, maybe there's an amateur only series that goes around the country that's on the tour, but it's just for amateurs. Um, So I think there'll be some refining of if the schedule stays as big as it is, kind of splitting it up into maybe types of tournaments Mm -hmm. or what's happening. Um, But I just know Ken is continuing and he. As we grow, he gets more people on board, the team, to help him out and manage it more, which is good because I certainly don't want him to burn out, which I'm always like, Ken, please, like, are you sleeping? Are you eating? Like, what's happening right now? But I am just super thankful to be a part of it, and I think, you know, it is on the right track, and it's got a really great team of people that I love working with for the most part. I mean, like, I'm just having a blast, like, getting to travel around and, like, seeing all the amazing people and getting to meet people and talk to them at all these different tournaments that are super excited that we're there as the tour and that they've never seen the pros and just kind of that added exposure. I hope, you know, that more, especially women, start to come into the pro level, so Mm -hmm. I'm really excited to hopefully have that happen, Um, but it's just – I'm excited for the – the new players coming in. Like that's what I love too about APP is we've had, and we've been able to kind of facilitate some of these new players, like really rising to the top, like JW Johnson, Dylan Frazier, you know, like the Kawamoto sisters Kawamoto's are coming up. Indiana like Plus, yeah. they just, I love that we have given sort of them this platform to do that and showcase them. And I'm super excited for kind of the next wave of players that I know are coming.
2: Uh What's next for you? What, what's coming up? Holidays, what are we, what are we doing oh, for the next few months? Um, and and by the way, her DMs are open, <laughs> gentlemen. <laughs> my
1: DMs are open. Make it interesting, though. P.S., <laughs> yeah. if high. I don't respond at all, I'm sorry you have not passed. That's you right. Just go away, please. Um, so I am headed to Florida next month in November for a while to just hang out at my parents down there as are, the snowbirds have flown south. Um, so I'm there for a little while, and in the middle of that, I will go to San Antonio, Texas, for the first Next Gen tournament, which will be excited. I have never well, I will go to a chicken and pickle right after this. Right after this. But so that will be now my second chicken to, and we're pickle, going to the pickle OG that I've ever been to. Right Exactly. So I'm doing it right, starting at the beginning. Um, but then I'll probably just we have a couple tournaments in December, um, probably Christmas in Michigan, and then it is just all
2: wide open come January, right? Full full steam steam ahead ahead.
1: into 2022. Like we just kick off like immediately in January and then it pretty much doesn't stop. So I am hoping to be at most of the stops. I think it's, there's still a little like TBD about like who all is going to be at what because it is a really heavy schedule. I of course am really the only person I think on the team that's like Single, no kids, no animals currently, so I have like the most flexibility to be at the most events, um, so I'm hoping to be at a lot of them so if you haven't been, come see me, come say hi, I think I'm pretty cool in person as yeah. well, so
2: yeah, she's all right <laughs> she's not she's not I all guess, bad at all uh, yeah,
0: depends uh, and so um, Lauren, any shout outs to anyone oh, yeah, um, I always do shout-outs. any players that are amazing to you or any it could be any companies or any entities that you really um, just want to shout out obviously the APP
1: companies and entities what if I was like (laughs) a shout out to Fred my car insurance guy that really hooks me up
2: the guy He is
1: amazing (laughs) Fred do you you know what you do (laughs) (laughs) I do not have any discount codes for anyone unfortunately I feel like I just I don't know, like, I like being unattached, like, sponsorship-wise. Not that I have even been asked. Like, I don't think I've been asked to sponsor anything. But it's kind of, like, it's nice to not have any... We kind of have that here. Yeah, nothing holds you back from, like, speaking freely about whatever. Shout-out to my cat, Louie, who... Uh,
2: Oh, I do love Uh Louie. See, there it is. I worked Uh, Louie. Shout-out to the cats.
1: (laughs) Shout-out to the cats. I guess the only thing is, if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's L-A-X... Lauren won, so lax. Lauren won, because I played lacrosse, not because I fly out of no, LAX, fly LAX all the LAX time. All the time. <laughs> um, You're airport is trash. Um, <laughs> so you can go check me out on social media if you want. Um, you might not like what you find, but then you can just leave. That's fine. I will not hold that against you. Um, otherwise, like, legit, I feel like I already have, but, like, shout-out to Ken Herman, because he just – is doing so much I seriously anytime I talk to him which isn't too often because he's just so busy I just I don't know how he does it all he just is crushing it and doing such a great job and I know he cares so much which is so important to me to be part of a group that like I feel listened to and like I mentioned like I know we talked about like women women's equality and issues and all that so I really appreciate that Ken has like had my back through a lot of stuff and Definitely sort of early on, not as much now, but I think I definitely got like a little bit of hate specifically maybe because, you know, in a male dominated situation, it just kind of happens whether or not it was, you know, with people in person or online or whatever. But I've always felt like Ken has my back and is going to listen to me and take, you know, what I if I have a problem with something or think something is happening Um, in that realm of things like he wants to listen and wants to correct the issue if there is one to correct so I have definitely felt listened to so just a big shout out to him and I'm really thankful to just be a part of this and be able to do what I do and again I'm sure this is subjective and people are not gonna agree but like first of all like Zane Navratil like I love that kid like I've known him since I started coming to like the Milwaukee area and he is just like a really cool guy, like just love him just as a person. And so I kind of knew him before he kind of like broke into like the pro higher level. And so I just, I think he is a great sportsmanship person. I, in Hilton Head, he was playing Dylan Frazier and he literally had match point And there was like a really close line call that he thought was in and Dylan thought was out. And they like discussed it. And he ended up like giving it to Dylan and they played on like he, that was the match for him. And then Dylan kind of got, he was close already. And I was like, that could have been like the match for him. He could have absolutely lost the match because he gave him that call. And I talked to him in the interview after, and he was just like, yeah, he's like, Dylan is awesome. He's like, there's some people that I will give that call to and other people I won't. So I feel like he, just continually sort of exemplifies good sportsmanship in my eye. So like big shout out to Gucci Zane. And then honestly, like we were just talking about like favorite players before and just who's sort of like my favorite to watch. And I said Rob Cassidy because – and Cassidy knows. I tell him all the time. He, First of all, he's just like such a nice guy, like super like upbeat, friendly, just has a good time all the time. But he's so fun to watch because – anyone that has watched Rob Cassidy knows exactly what I'm talking about. He's all over the court he's diving he's yep, literally bleeding
2: he probably has more dna on a court than any, it's any player unbelievable on the i've never
1: seen someone give. like that he <laughs> will oh go gosh.
0: for the craziest ball that everyone else would just let sail he's gonna go for it he's yeah.
1: fe- and he's fearless he yes. just will like where he like kneels down on the kitchen line to take an overhead, an like, overhead. to the yeah. face basically <laughs> i'm just like cassidy you are insane but he is so he's super fun to watch i love watching him he's just so dynamic so that's probably like my favorite player to watch um but there's just like there's a lot of cool pros on tour that I really like being able to have gotten to know them sort of like on a personal level as we've gone on this little journey. So
2: <laughs> All right, we gotta wrap up. We're gonna go we're gonna go play pickleball.
1: Okay, bye. Thanks for the listening.
2: OG.